0: You're listening to the Hamilton Today Podcast from 900 CHML. All right. uh, As we know, the big NATO meetings are going on. All the leaders are there. And good news today that NATO has welcomed Sweden into uh, the realm. However... Uh, the Ukrainian president Vladimir Zelensky uh, said is very upset that uh, there is no timetable for his country's membership into NATO, which is remember when this all started, it wasn't about joining NATO. And now of course uh, the Russian invasion being what it is uh obviously those countries that, that weren't even involved in NATO before are asking to join. Um, but obviously when one NATO country gets attacked, everybody joins in. If, uh, if, if Ukraine is accepted into NATO at this point, it literally turns the Russian invasion into uh, World War III. Therefore, uh, many NATO members wanting that conflict resolved before uh, Ukraine being let in. To talk about all of this and what it means moving forward, Arl Brown with us, Professor of International Relations, Senior Member of the Monk School of Global Affairs at the University of Toronto. And with us now, Arl, thanks for the time. Hope you're well. Thank you. Your thoughts at what happened today? Surprise! Sweden's in, and that uh, Vladimir Zelensky uh, is upset. There's no timeline here.
1: It was a day when considerable progress had been made, but there were also disappointments. Now Sweden is on the verge of getting in. We have to be very careful because we are dealing with uh, Recep Erdogan, the Turkish dictator, who is a master at manipulating. Uh, other countries uh, in NATO as well as as extracting the maximum number of concessions and so the next step is that he has agreed to in a sudden shift in position to take the membership of Sweden to the Turkish parliament there shouldn't be a problem but he is someone who can change his mind so quickly that I would be cautious until we have the actual signing of that accession where the parliament of Turkey has ratified. it, Hungary said that they will go along as well because the Hungarian uh, uh, prime minister had also not been in favor of Sweden joining. But it seems very, very close. And I think uh, there is a lot to celebrate in that uh, very likely accession. Now, in the case of Ukraine, there has been Disappointment because what President Zelensky has said was they want to see a NATO that does not hesitate. In uh, short, what he wants to get from NATO is a timeline. He appreciates that it's not possible for NATO to have Ukraine join right now because then they would need to invoke Article Five, which would mean that they would be in a fight against Russia. I don't know if that would necessarily mean a third world war because Russia is not a superpower and I mm. think the nuclear threat that they're making is largely empty. Putin is not someone who wishes to commit suicide. This is a man who wears $400 Brioni shirts and uh, uh, when he exercises, wears a $2,500 Laurel piano silk and cashmere tracksuit. These are not the kind of people who are willing to have an all-out nuclear war where humanity or at least uh, uh, the populations in the countries affected in that war directly uh, would be devastated. But uh, this is not what Zelensky expects. But a timeline means that Russia would not have a veto. It means that Ukraine's membership would not be negotiated with Russia. And I think this is what Ukraine wants to make sure, that uh, they are grateful. Or the help that NATO has given them, and NATO has offered more help. They are creating a NATO-Ukraine council, where they say Ukraine would sit as uh, unequal. And that would be basically bringing Ukraine into the anti-chamber of NATO. But then, you know, there was a NATO-Russia council as well, uh, where Russia mm. did not take full advantage of it, but it had the possibility of blocking some things. So this is a tricky kind of development that uh, can it can cut both ways?
0: Uh, with the timeline uh, that, that Zelensky is suggesting, would that help force Putin's hand? In other words, we've talked about this just dragging on and dragging on and dragging on forever, uh, with no with just destruction after destruction. If they put a timeline on it, I don't know, say one year from now, uh, then Ukraine will start the discussions to come into NATO. Uh, does can Putin, uh, 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 Interpret that as if we don't get something done by the end of of the year, then obviously we're going to have bigger fish to fry here. How does Putin feel about all of this? Well, he has made all sorts of threats, but he made these threats
1: uh, versus uh, um, Finland, which is now a member of NATO and has an 830 mile border with Mm -hmm. Russia. And uh, Sweden is very likely to get in now that uh, Turkey has switched uh, uh, the approach that, that they were taking for several several months. And so he has to live with that. And it's amazing how he can rationalize things away. I mean, look at the way he's trying to rationalize the way that insurrection that was led uh, by Prigozhin. He's mm-hmm. trying to make that sound like a, a chance for unity. Uh, the, the Wagner troops are loyal. He had a meeting, supposedly, with... Uh, Prigozhin, or Prigozhin said, well, this was not meant to be against Vladimir Putin. So, uh, Vladimir Putin's ability to manipulate the Russian media and to rationalize away uh, setbacks uh, is quite uh, quite uh, remarkable. Uh, and he is throwing everything he's got at Ukraine. So, it's not as if uh, you know, if uh, NATO says that we are going to bring Ukraine in, this will make him really angry and he's really going to bomb Uh, Ukraine. Short of nuclear weapons, there's nothing that is held back on.
0: So is it just a matter of time before Ukraine joins NATO?
1: This is what we don't know, that uh, uh, the declaration is that Ukraine will be in NATO. But then, of course, this was said back in 2008 at the Bucharest conference. So one can appreciate the nervousness of the Ukrainian president and the Ukrainian leadership, and also the Baltic States. The leader of uh, Lithuania made it very clear that he was not happy with this decision uh, in in NATO. And so they don't want any possibility that somehow, under uh, weak leadership from United States and Germany, which sadly has often been the case, uh, Ukraine, even if it begins to win more with territory back in a major way, Uh, will be forced into a position where uh, Russia has to be uh, appeased. Uh, And the West uh, has said, we are not going to allow Russia to have uh, a veto. Well, if Russia is not going to have a veto, it's reasonable for Vizelensky to ask, in that case, why do, do you not give us a timeline?
0: At the end of the day, um, two countries that weren't going to be joining NATO uh, are joining NATO, uh, Ukraine, perhaps in the future and such. This all started because Putin was worried NATO countries were invading him. How how can you keep claiming victory here when more countries are joining NATO?
1: You have to be remarkably creative in the case of uh, of Putin, because if you look at this objectively, uh, any rational... Planner, uh, strategist in the Kremlin would view this as a nightmare situation. Yeah. Uh, uh, now they have a much longer front already with uh, Russia, with uh, NATO because of uh, Finland. Sweden joins. That's going to be a powerful country with a great deal of military potential and uh, very high level technology. They build the. Uh, Terrific uh, and very sophisticated fighter aircraft, and uh, they have the capacity to also produce submarines and and other uh, large scale weapons uh, systems. Russia is under the kind of set of sanctions which is not brought to its knees, but it is eroding away at the Russian uh, at the Russian economy. Ukraine uh, now will never want to be part of the Russian. a Russian empire, because despite the fact that Vladimir Putin has claimed that there are no independent Ukrainian people, there's no such thing as a Ukrainian nationality, even if this had been true before the war, and it wasn't, it certainly is not correct right now. There's very much a Ukrainian identity that will not uh, want to be subsumed into some kind of Russian uh, uh, identity. Uh, His relationship with China has become one where Russia is more and more of a vassal state, so it's hard to uh, see how uh, any Russian leader could have been more destructive to Russian interests. Never mind the horrific mm. tragedy that he has brought to Ukraine, but he has brought real disaster to Russia. But he still is in power, uh, right. and uh, he may stay stay in power for a while.
0: Arl Brown with us, professor of international relations, senior member of the Monk School of Global Affairs, University of Toronto, the latest on the Russian invasion of Ukraine and NATO as well. Arl, as always, thank you so much for the time. Be well. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Hamilton Today podcast. You can listen to the show live weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 on 900CHML and online at 900CHML.com.